Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and today I am joined by my former classmate and fellow colleague, Jackson Ducharme. Jackson, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, my boy. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Um, Always a pleasure to have you on, and I'm doing pretty well. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes. All right. So we're going to start off with a little bit of an introduction game. Uh, we start this every time whenever we bring on a brand new guest. And uh, we basically play some favorites. Right on. So I'm going to ask you uh, four questions here. Uh, I want your favorite okay. video game, your favorite video game character, your favorite video game soundtrack, and what you're excited most for uh, for the uh, for the remaining of year of this year, 2020. Okay. Hmm. So favorite video video game. That's that's an easy one for me because um I got my 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 favorite video game I think is Skyrim just because of the replayability of it and just the whole sort of like the combat, the the skill trees that you can learn, you all the the replayability of it. You know, I I'm on my 13th playthrough of it and uh I, I, and I'm not bored of it. I want to keep replaying it. Um, and it's just, it's a great story. All of the side quests are amazing with like the Thieves Guild, the uh, Dark Brotherhood, the Mage Guild, all those things right now. It's pretty good. Favorite video game character. That's a tricky one. Um, I would say my favorite video game character is uh, is Master Chief. Only because he was the first real video game character that I became attached to, and you know, I'm I'm just, you know, the chief is just the man, you know, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. And um, video game favorite video game soundtrack. That's a tough one because I really don't keep track of video game soundtracks. I would probably have to go with um, Halo 3 soundtrack, just mm-hmm. like the all that stuff. It's the oh, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Halo 3 is my favorite video game soundtrack. And the thing that I'm most excited for in 2020, that's an easy one for me, and that is the next generation of consoles if they don't get delayed. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the next generation of gaming pretty much. And, um, if you know, the virus doesn't, uh, doesn't stop that from coming out this year, then it's going to be an exciting time. And I don't mind paying a thousand dollars from the scalpers if they, if the, from the scalpers, if they, uh, if they end up selling them at a, a marked up price, you know, so it's, I don't know, it's going to be, it's, a, it's going to be a weird year for gaming and just life, I think. So um, those are my four four answers. Yeah. Now, uh, you uh, for the listeners coming at home, um, I maybe uh, we both might be asking each other like what we just said a lot because uh, while we do communicate uh, through Discord, uh, Jackson is cutting out a lot for me, so I may be asking him to repeat himself a bit throughout the podcast. Uh, but we are both recording on our separate um, audio hardwares, so the audio conditions should sound a lot better than last time. <laughs> and with okay yeah so uh 
with that, uh, we got or uh, we have our week in review. Uh, this is we cover the this is where we cover the major game releases and gaming news from this past week, uh, which was the week of April. Today's twenty fifth. Uh, four, three, two, one. The nineteenth, I believe, or the no, the twentieth. The week of April twentieth. Uh, we had a few major releases. Uh, the uh, big one for the PS4 was uh, Predator Hunting Grounds, a 5v1, uh, almost like Dead by Daylight style game, but like you know, there, there's actually more shoot, more involvement instead of just hiding and running for the survivors. Instead, you can fight back against the Predator. Uh, I would say I compare it more like to more like Depth, uh, which is the Shark v Swimmers game, very popular. Uh, with Achievement Hunter, at least. Um, Trials of Mana came out on everything. Uh, Mario Maker 2 got its World Maker update in the last major update uh, for the game, uh, giving you the ability to build worlds, added a few new power-ups, including a really cool Super Mario Bros. 2 power-up as well. And, of course, Animal Crossing New Horizons got its big spring update, adding... Uh, some Earth Day events uh, going on until next week. Um, May Day events, which uh, we don't really know much about. Uh, wedding season, uh, featuring everyone's favorite alpacas, Reese and Cyrus. And the inclusion of artwork and Crazy Red, the uh, scamming fox. Uh, you, you play any of the uh, any new major releases within the last week, Jackson? Uh, not particularly, like, um, let's see, I had recently got in, into World of Warcraft, Ooh. and, um, that's not a new release per se, but it's a big, big release, you know, you, yeah. you, you don't, you get if sucked into been, that. <laughs> if you've been on the internet, you know what World of Warcraft is, <laughs> um, but I've been, I've been playing, I've been playing a lot of games lately just because of the outbreak, um, been uh buying a lot of games by uh, getting a lot of refunds um <laughs> i was originally gonna purchase resident evil 3 remake but the reviews that i heard weren't really that favorable and i probably wouldn't have liked it so i picked up sekiro sekiro kicked my ass and uh i got a little too salty about it so i refunded it and <laughs> um it sounds like you got so, some money for resident uh, evil 3 now then <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get Resident Evil Three. Yeah. Um. So me and some buddies of mine, we've been getting into MMOs like Elder Scrolls Online and World mm -hmm. of Warcraft, as I mentioned. And um, I had recently actually picked up Fallout seventy six because of the uh, Wastelanders expansion. Yes. And I started playing that with my girlfriend. And um, the game is it's it's not bad now. It's it's playable. It's playable. Ooh, that's that's a that's playable. a huge step up. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm a I'm a big Fallout fan. So um, it, a multiplayer Fallout game with, that I can hop on with my girlfriend and a couple buddies and just shoot stuff, loot some stuff, and all that sort of thing. You know, it's not it's it's mindless fun. So um, other than that, really, I've been haven't really really been doing a whole lot. Mm. All right. Uh, we also got some. Three big headlines uh, coming out this past week. Uh, the first one uh, about GameStop. Uh, surprise, surprise. Um, they are reopening stores in two states. 
um, because the two these two states are allowing certain businesses to reopen. Um, South Carolina is one of them, and I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. I thought I wrote it down, but I did not. But two states are reopening GameStop stores. And uh, just so you know, South Carolina currently has 4,000 cases of COVID-19, and they're starting to reopen a few, like, clothing stores, barbershops. Those types of stores are getting reopened. And GameStops, apparently. good. So, um... Is GameStop being GameStop? Um, they just can't stop. Yeah. Uh, the second one, a big one with Nintendo this past week, uh, 160,000 accounts got hacked, uh, Nintendo accounts. And uh, this was because of the Nintendo Network ID login system. And so because of this, Nintendo has now disabled being able to log in with your Nintendo Network ID uh, which was an old, old way of logging in back in the Wii U 3DS games that they never really updated until this happened. Um, it, uh, if you did get hacked, I believe you were sent a notification about it, but if you weren't, just change your password on my Nintendo or whatever your Nintendo website is that you are signed up with. I know I changed mine. I seemed fine, so uh, just gotta hope that nothing too crazy was hit uh by the sound of things credit card informations were not stolen from it but other things like names emails and birthdays were uh like is what they were what is what the hack seems to be but nintendo is still doing an investigation on it so we don't know everything entirely okay and uh Damn, the good big, thing i don't have a switch yeah <laughs> And the big uh, speculation news is there's a possibility that an Xbox Series X event will be held in May to showcase some of its starting games and uh, an update on the hardware. Oh, wow. It's currently speculation. We don't know uh, when, uh, but Phil Spencer did talk about uh, that they have things in line and that they are ready to show. So we have that to look forward to. In May, possi- possibly, which I wouldn't. Right on. I would. I would. I would like that because uh, I would like an update on Halo Infinite, mostly. Oh, me too. Me too, man. I'm so excited for that game. <laughs> uh, there's a like. I'm really hoping that they like the X. I'm kind of like rooting for the Xbox Series X in a, a bit for like its starting games, because like thinking yeah. back to the Xbox One. And, like, it's launch titles. Like, nothing stands oh. out. No, nothing stood out. Like, Dead Rising 3, uh, Rise, Son of Rome. That was a horrible, horrible game. Uh, what else? Was Sunset Overdrive really... a launch title? No, no, that came no. out in 2014. But, yeah, I'm really excited for the Series X, too, because next generation, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the first to admit it. Like, I'm, an X- I'm a huge Xbox fan, and I can agree with the sentiment that Xbox definitely did lose this, this console generation. Just, they got off on the wrong foot, and uh, all of their exclusives have been terrible. And... Um, you know, like they've recently they've acquired so many studios like Pandemic or no, uh, what was the uh, not Pandemic's a different studio. The guys that developed uh, State of Decay 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's I'm, why am I uh, Obsidian? Uh, a bunch of other studios. They did launched they, their, did, their uh, own. Did they absolve uh, Lionhead? 
Lion's Head. I'm when sure they one, did. When that one shut down back way back when. I'm sure they did. Yeah, maybe. I have no idea. Yeah. But um, and then they they're launching a new studio called uh, I think it was the Coalition or something like that. Ooh. And um or something, and they're gonna basically just be developing new newer first party games. So um, I'm really excited. Like it seems like Xbox is is gonna be tooling kinda, up and kind of getting, getting their acts together. Yeah, finally. finally. <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm, 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 I. It's gonna be, a, it's gonna be interesting, but it's too bad because none of these. There's gonna be no real good, not a, not good per se, but we're not gonna see a whole lot of uh, exclusive launch titles or exclusive titles at launch because yeah. they're gonna be, they're gonna be putting them back. I think about a year or so, as, as uh, reports say. Ooh. So it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting indeed. I have a question for you. If what's up? Um, of like the current Xbox One and Xbox 360 games that have come out, like of all of them, uh, which one game would you like to see like remastered for the Series X? Oh man, you got me. Um, I, that is such a good question. Um, if if I were to pick one. I would definitely want a game like a remastered for a remaster for maybe uh, Knights of the Old Republic one or one and two, because I mean I I never played them ever, and I think it, like and it's not it's it's not because I don't oh they're bad games it, it's just because like everything in those games are very dated, <laughs> like the combat it's it's very reminiscent of star Wars, the old Republic, the MMO, which is a good MMO. I like it, <laughs> but I feel like the combat could definitely be a little bit more streamlined and maybe a bit approved. And just, I want to, I would love to hop in and experience the story and the lore, like behind Revan and Malik and all these Jedi and Sith. And I just love that period of like the star Wars timeline. Obviously it's not Canon, yeah, but it, if I were to if I were to have a game remastered or remade, it would definitely be either one of those two games because I would love to hop in it in it and in a more modernized version of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would have to say either one of those two games. All right. Definitely. Uh, for uh, for myself, um, honestly, and like a lot, I know that a lot of people dislike. Uh, the third installment of the series, but I would love to see like, like a true just like r- completely redone uh, the f- of the three of the main three Fable games. Okay. Because yeah, Fable two. Yeah, a lot of people love Fable two. Like, here, I never played Fable two. I only played Fable three. And oh, okay. I, 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 yeah, it gets a like... lot of slack for, uh, just from everyone on the internet. But honestly, I love Fable three. Unironically, I yeah. love Fable Three. Yeah, I mean, I've never played any of the Fabled games, but like Fabled as well. Like that's a really that that's another one that I would love to see, I would remastered, love to see it remastered and sort of. I just I cannot remember if Microsoft actually absolved uh, the people from Lionhead after they went under or not, and that's my only concern of like if we'll ever see or hear anything about the Fable series ever again. Yeah. Hmm. 
that's yeah fabled is another one too yeah. and i would i would love to see remastered maybe um, uh, maybe a just, banjo 3e or, or something like that banjo come on, 3e come on, that rare. Too. <laughs> or yeah exactly <laughs> working on sea of thieves <laughs> i mean hey, um, they, they brought them in smash maybe they're maybe it's a sign with banjo going maybe in smash. It's, a sign. it's a sign that banjo or they're just like hd hd entirely like remastering from the ground up like one and two which is a-okay in my books as well that would be sweet. Um, another game that I would love to see remastered as well is Oblivion. Ooh, Oblivion! I I love Oblivion. I love the story. It's like the same reason why I love Skyrim. Yeah. It's because I can play through it multiple times and never get bored. That's why I love Elder Scrolls games, mm-hmm. even though they're streamlined as hell. Yeah, in a lot of in a, for a lot of people, which which whatever to each their own. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I would love to, or I want Oblivion to be remastered, is because it has not, it has not aged has well. Not. Oh my god! And I feel like it looks I feel horrible. Like maybe that might be a big with how big these games are. With Skyrim only have them having to only make a few tweaks from going from the 360 to the one and like the the old consoles to the new ones. Uh, I feel like Oblivion is a lot more of a task for them because of their Definitely. old limitations and I, f- I i feel like it won't happen like if it does like I'll, I'll bring it back on the podcast and you can uh like i don't know tear me a new one or something like that or yeah we'll, we'll do we'll figure something out if it ever does oh, but like also yeah. like if you look back to bethesda's e3 conference a couple years ago where they announced uh elder scrolls six elder scrolls six is in the works then i feel like that's probably what the, i feel like we're done with getting Skyrim on everything unless they come out with a new smart fridge. And it's like, hey, Skyrim for the new, new smart fridge or something like that until we get the release of Elder Scrolls 6. Elder, Elder Scrolls 6 is is going to be a release where I will do I'm going to do everything in my power to take off work or stop. It's just stop what I'm doing and just go get it. And just go crazy on it. Yeah, I I, when I saw the Bethesda E3 2018 when they revealed Elder Scrolls Six, my jaw like dropped. It it kind of sucked that there was no gameplay of it, and we only saw saw, the the, uh, that the flying shot over over that valley. That valley. We don't even know where that valley is. Yeah, another thing that really I'm more intrigued about is uh, Bethesda's IP uh, Starfield. I'm right, really, that's, really that's, intrigued that's by that. That's the one that they announced, they showed before that about that space, basically space yeah, Skyrim. Yeah, pretty which much. Is kind and, of what um, Outer Worlds uh, is, but it was by Obsidian. But yeah. Obsidian is uh, under Bethesda still, right? Or they're like a subsidiary of Bethesda, sort of well, like software. Well, not. Not really, because because like I said earlier, um, Microsoft bought out Obsidian, oh, so they oh, used okay. to. But Obsidian were the um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Obsidian were the original creators of Fallout, and um, I believe that when Bethesda bought the rights to Obsidian, I think they were like partnered. I think because when they made. Because they were the guys that made Fallout New Vegas, right? And that's why everybody loves it is because it was made by Obsidian. Um, so I think that when they were bought out by Microsoft, that that partnership I think just ended. And uh, yeah, but 
I, but then then again that bodes the question why was outer worlds released on ps4 so it, it, i don't know man uh, uh, the the whole obsidian everything related to obsidian is just weird <laughs> so yeah all right and uh with that uh we are going to move on to the releases for the week ahead uh, and this is where we uh, talk about the game releases coming out for the following week, which will be the week of April 27th. Uh, we don't have any Monday releases on the 27th, uh, but on the 28th, we have quite a lot. Uh, this Tuesday, there are quite a lot of games uh, dropping everywhere. Uh, you have Azure Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack for the coming out on the PS4. Uh, this game has already been on the Switch um, and it's basically a run-and-gun game. Uh, Gears Tactics drops on the PC. Uh, another game from the... Uh, a prequel to the game Gears of War series. Okay, the okay. In, uh, the Inner Friend, uh, coming out on the PS4 and Xbox One. A psychological horror game. It's uh, currently on Steam. Uh, it's been on Steam for a little while, from what I was able to gather. Uh, moving out... Uh, this is like the big one this week. It comes out on everything. It's a co-op physics-based moving simulator. And okay. my god, it looks hilarious. It's like, uh, it has like that overcooked charm to it. Uh, if you've ever played Overcooked. Okay. I've never played Overcooked, but I've heard yeah. of it. Uh, PUBG Season 7 comes out for the consoles this week. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes releases their Swamps of Courses DLC, and that is out on the PC. Uh, Sakura Wars comes out on the PS4, and this is uh, our anime mech fighter, uh, 3D, 3D arena mech fighter anime, of course. And Dragon Ball Z Kakarot comes out with its first DLC, <clears throat> uh, New Power Awakens Part 1. Oh man, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. <laughs> I do not like that game. Really? I don't I I don't like it. Well, I I I mean I've never played it, but I don't just don't like the idea of that of that game. And why is that? But uh well, <clears throat> so I I mean you personally, you know that I'm a huge fan of Dragon yeah. Ball. And they have been ever since the Dragon Ball video game concept has been around, the Every not every single game, of course, but every, a lot of their games re revolve around just replaying the story of Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I really got into Dragon Ball Z games when Xenoverse One came out, yeah. which was a really interesting concept. Taking your own character and basically you were the thing that basically fixed the Dragon Ball Z timeline, which which I thought was cool. I thought that was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then Xenoverse Two comes out and you do the same thing, except for rather than fixing the whole story, you just kind of piece out at around the Cell Saga. And and then Kakarot comes out, and it's it's literally just the, the same game as a lot of these other these other Dragon Ball games. Like this, the thing like there's really no story wise. There's no difference between Kakarot and Dragon Ball Z Infinite World. 
uh, Dragon Ball Z, Budokai, Tenkaichi, those, that franchise. It, it, hell, there's no difference between story-wise between Dragon Ball Z Kakarot and Dragon Ball Z Connect. Like, <laughs> you're still, you're literally doing the same. <clears throat> Jeep, Jesus, my, my throat's really raspy. Um, you're just literally just playing through the, the Dragon Ball Z story, which, like, I get it. It works, but it's like, can we get a little bit more innovation <laughs> with these with these games? Like the, the the thing that I love, the concept that I love in Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball Heroes, and I wanna I wanna play a game like that where it's you know crazy stuff like Super Saiyan Four Goku is fighting a Super Saiyan Four like Broly, and mm. Goku and Super Saiyan Four Goku and Gohan do a fusion dance and fuse and fight a, a demon demon god demigra or something something crazy like that and hopefully if there's ever a xenoverse 3 we could see some crazy shit like that but in my opinion i have no interest in picking up kakarot okay. at all and the story and the, this dlc i believe is the um, uh, the first couple seasons of super yeah. so i mean whatever it's it's super was it was whatever it was okay it was pretty good but i mean I, i'll pass on right. kakarot and the dlc all right <laughs> moving on uh, wednesday dread nautical comes out on everything it's a technical turn-based rpg on a cruise ship okay on thursday g-lock air battle uh comes out on the switch this is a old little retro game from sega and Streets of Rage 4 comes out on everything as well on Thursday. Streets of Rage, oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, it's a by the looks of it, it's like a new one. So Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh lastly on Friday, Arcade Spirits comes out on the consoles. It is a brand new uh rom-com visual novel that takes place if the video game crash in the 80s never happened. Really? Yeah. That sounds interesting. It, it looks interesting. Huh. Uh, you get to customize your own character. There's like seven romanceable characters in it, so you have replayability there if you're into like the visual novel style games. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's those huh. are the big releases uh, for next week. Awesome. So, uh, all right. Okay. So now we're going into our question of the week. This is our main, uh, our one of our two big main <sighs> discussion topics. Uh, and this week, we, of course, are with um, a big Destiny player with Jackson. Okay, so, I know where this is going. Uh, so uh, my question for the uh, my question this week is, what does the future of Destiny and Bungie look like? <sighs> oh, man. Uh, now, and here's a bit of context on myself. I've been out of the Destiny scene since the second DLC for 2. I played that, and that was the last thing I ever played for De of Destiny. Uh, everything else I played, like, entirely. I was very much, like, not, like, full-on addicted where I had, like, three characters and I did everything for each three each of the three characters. I did. I had my hunter and that was it. Yeah. So you were a very, very casual... Very casual, but I played it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, which, which, is, which is no big deal. I'm really hardcore into it. So, I mean, it's, it's a pure, pure yin-yang here. Yeah. Um... Destiny and Destiny and Bungie are in a very weird place right now. 
um, because Bungie, for, for a little bit of context, Bungie and Activision split uh, January 2019, January yeah. 13th, 2019, I think, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, Bungie lost an incredible amount of resources to develop Destiny. Um, I think the last studio or sorry, the last piece of content that Activision and their studios helped out Bungie with was the season of Opulence, which was the season before the Shadowkeep release. So since then, Shadowkeep, since Shadowkeep came out, Destiny has been in a very weird place where there's not really a whole lot going on. And the the big thing that players are kind of really concerned about is um the player incentive and myself included um let's see i'm i'm a very hardcore kind of guy where i will play the shit out of destiny when new content comes out and i will get bored very quickly so the way that they're kind of drip feeding us content is both good and bad mm-hmm. because that way we have a lot more looking forward to and stuff the caveat to that is that when it's when you're done you are literally just grinding bounties and leveling up your 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 battle pass so a little bit more context um bungie bungie changed up the way that um players can earn cosmetics not a whole lot of cosmetics but just a small fraction but it's really teetering on uh, like egregiousness okay <laughs> since shadow keep comes out came out rather um so they added a battle pass like Fortnite, where you have your hundred tiers and then you play activities, do bounties and grind it up to level a hundred and, and that sort of thing. And so, um, that's, that's a main, really big focus for a lot of players in for the season once. And for me personally, once I get to level a hundred in the battle pass, I'm out, I'm done. I don't play the game till the next season. The biggest, the biggest thing that I that makes me really kind of angry though is that Bungie doesn't. It's it's not that they don't seem to care, but it's like everything that they are trying to do is just it, it's just wrong. Like they um they left the PvP meta. The whole PvP meta was literally a shotgun. Lord of Wolves, an exotic shotgun that basically acted like a sniper rifle, a fusion rifle that can snipe people, um, spare rations, which is a really high power or high fire rate hand cannon, which can take people out like like that. It's crazy. And um, they don't they they just don't. I don't know. It's either their priorities are so, are somewhere else or they just can't physically fix it and for like right right then and there it just seems that they they just aren't really prioritizing fixing their game and so people have been really really vocal about their uh gripes with their trials of with trials of osiris which a bit of context again um is a very highly competitive pvp mode yes where it's 3v3 3v3 and you get seven wins and no losses and you get a really awesome reward but they changed it they changed it this time around in destiny 2 whereas when you get to the lighthouse the seven wins and no losses destination reward there's really no difference with like the the loot that you earn getting there and the loot that you earn at the lighthouse if that makes any sense yeah so there's really no no point in getting those seven wins and no losses because there's just because there's there's no difference with the loot so um 
they they came out with a, a weekly blog post which i which when i read it i was like okay hats off to you guys good job for acknowledging this finally and starting next season they're gonna start um they're gonna implement <clears throat> excuse me implement like adept weapons which are flawless flawless geared weapons and uh they're gonna start start incentivizing a little bit more balance in the in the crucible which is the pvp mode context again and um they're gonna they're gonna begin to rework basically the pve seasonal content that you do on a day-to-day -day -day basis which i was like okay good but i i'm gonna take this with a pinch of salt right now because uh your word kind of means nothing right now you like because it's just so far it's just it's just their word right we don't know what they're doing but but they're gonna they're taking a new approach which is the different developers that are developing different content they are gonna hop on and just give a little spiel about what's going on and i think that's commendable hats off to them again so the reason the reason why i think the game in my opinion is in such a bad state right now for the hardcore audience is because they if the, there have been leaks these past couple couple weeks where um bungie a person came out and said that the reason why bungie or destiny 2 is kind of in a really weird spot right now is because they don't have they basically have a skeleton crew working on the game because and then and then uh they have most of their development staff working on their next ip which is matter for uh when whenever that's when that's coming out i have no idea and they have another big portion of the staff working on their fall expansion which is going to revolve around the darkness which is an enemy that has been built up for years since the so, first game yeah since the first game when it came out so um i i i believe that but it's kind of like well all right so you guys have a skeleton crew my voice is like failing me right now good god my um <laughs> like it, i get that like yeah they got a lot of staff or they they don't have a lot of staff working on destiny 2 which is which is okay whatever they're 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 solo publishing right now and and uh for them to kind of put a lot of work into their upcoming ip and their next expansion it's like okay good 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 for you guys for working on the future glad you guys are doing it but what about the now you know what i mean like develop the content that you players want to play now so uh, in my opinion it's kind of backwards i i don't really like it but i'm i'm looking forward for the future of the franchise whether the leaks are true we have yet to see it but uh, fingers crossed i'm i'm not giving up on the franchise quite yet so mm. that's my long 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 rant of it but <laughs> hey that's just a theory <laughs> a game theory <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> No, but like, yeah, honestly, uh, you're, that's, yeah, it's very much, they're in, I agree with you that they're in a state of, like, the skeleton crew, it's like, it's hard to do a lot of things with, like, with how big Destiny 2 is, having a, not a very big crew to help work on it at the moment can be very detrimental to the now of the game, definitely agree with you on that. I feel like yeah. maybe like though once like the 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 darkness DLC does come out, well obviously like when that comes out they're gonna re over it, it, it overhauls like so much obviously, like 
I believe, like you and me were talking about it like before. I think during one of your streams about like it'll, it, like they're gonna remove like possibly be removing planets because of how much space they have and like they can only deal with with uh, mm-hmm. the darkness coming in. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a very. I, I, like a very different game once it comes out and so safe safe if you were to hop in the game right now you were to you were to buy forsaken shadow keep and the uh and whatever the seasons you would have so much content to play through you would love yeah. it but I, I, I for me personally like, yeah, like right with right now there's so much to do but like that's the other thing is like, well, yeah, we we also and like having all the time in the world is also good, great right now to play all these games. But oh, that's yeah. the other thing is like, I have so many other games I still need to play through, and I'm yeah. also addicted to Animal Crossing, which is a daily thing. It's Animal Crossing is a lot like Destiny in the sense that there's a lot of stuff to do every fucking day. Yeah, exactly. To quote uh, a des- to quote a very, very intelligent Destiny YouTuber, Datto, uh, oh, um, he I, said... I, what, back in my Destiny days, I watched a lot of Datto. Oh, yeah. I still watch a ton of Datto. His, he's like, he's the voice of the community, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but to quote him, though, um, there's so much to do in Destiny, and none of it matters. And it's, it, it's very true. And... So hopefully they they um, begin developing new content for it, or you know, yeah, build up on their core activities and that sort of thing. And I don't know, man. I, I'm looking f- looking forward to the future. That's what what I'm saying. And if it's yeah. if they shit the bed in the fall expansion, I'm out. So it'll be, that's that's it'll be that's a, all I got. It's a, it'll be a shame. Yeah, it'll be a damn shame. The, if, yeah, if they ship the if they ship the bed, it'll be like, well, and uh, there there goes Destiny uh, down like much. the Titanic. Yeah, fucking it's like uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, jumping out of an airplane with no parachute. Pretty yeah. So I don't know. I, uh, I that's I I I'm gonna end it there. Like yeah. for my thoughts on Destiny, because we're gonna be here all fucking day if I keep talking about <laughs> Destiny. No, oh my that, god, that was very. So, I, I, that was really good. Like I, that was like, dude. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like this is. I, I could listen to this all day, honestly. Yeah. Well. Well, thank you we'll for make that. Make a Destiny themed podcast. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make no a. Worries. We'll make a second podcast. We talk all things Destiny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I'm, I'm not. Down. I am sadly not that committed into Destiny anymore, and I, I feel like I would lose steam a, a little while in. But. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, we go into our guest uh, topic of the week uh, in Jackson. Uh, you brought to the table uh, to me fond memories of video games in our past. Yes, I did because so, uh, video games start. are very okay. Video games are very, very near and dear to my heart. You know, I've I've grown up playing all sorts of games like Halo Three. You know, Skyrim, mm-hmm. Destiny, of course. Destiny is a very big game that I, I want to talk about. And um, currently right now, World of Warcraft is another big game that I'm playing through right yeah. now. Um, so I'll start off with just some, just some childhood memories that I have of video games. Right. It was Christmas 2009. I was just a young little boy. I must have been 10 years old. 
my grandma gives me a fairly big box and I'm like, okay, what is this? I grab it. It's fairly heavy. Rip that bastard open. It's an Xbox 360. And for years, I was asking my parents, can I get an Xbox? I want an Xbox. Because I was growing up playing some DS games like Pokemon and Mario and all that yeah. shit. But I wanted to step it up. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you want the, making I wanted that to jump from the handheld to the... To the full-on console. Yeah. And so, so I was... I shit my pants. I probably got my first boner. <laughs> like, I, maybe not that. Maybe not maybe that not, far. Maybe not that but, extreme. But like, it was close. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I I immediately unwrapped all my other presents. You know, gave my fucking grandma a big kiss and just said, you know, thank you. Ran downstairs, set it up, and just played Lego Batman, which was the bundled uh, game that it came with. I played it all night. And so then with some Christmas money, I started going to EB Games and I'm going there and telling the clerk that I just got an Xbox. It's my first console. And the guy was like, damn, kid, that's good. Good for you, man. You made the right choice. And then I got like Halo 3, Halo ODST and Halo Wars and just started playing the shit out of those games. It was so amazing. And um, I remember, I remember a time when uh, my grandma and I went to uh, Rogers Video. That when that shit was, oh my god, that was so long ago. Um, when Halo Reach was coming out, and the clerk there, he's like, "Hey kid, you like Halo?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I love Halo." He hands, he shows me a copy of Halo Reach, and this was like a couple days before it came out, and he's like taunting me with it and stuff like that. And he's like, "Yeah, you want this kid? You want to buy it? Well, you can't have it." And he puts it back under the counter. I wanted to fucking kill him. Oh man, but um, yeah. So those are like my childhood fond memories. I'm trying to keep this brief because I took. I think I took a little bit too much time. No, we're, we're still Destiny. we're still pretty good for time. Trust me, dude. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you All remember right. what the well, first just, game you ever played was? The very the first very game first I ever game. played, very fondly, I remember what it was. It was Super Mario for the NES. Is my mom's and my uncle's NES. NES. Wow. wow. And I would always. How, how I would always want to be. Oh man, I must have been like five. Okay, yeah. Maybe when I would when I would play it, I would always want to be um, the, Luigi, oh. and I would always call him the Dill Pickle Man Dill Pickle because he was green. <laughs> yeah, and my 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 parent, my mom thought it was hilarious. That is pretty funny. Um, yeah. So, um, going into my teenage years, um, I mean, I really didn't really have a whole lot. Um, I would kind of bounce around with different games like Call of Duty, of yeah. course, and halo four and that kind of stuff but um when destiny one came out um came around out at around 2014 right so i was just starting high school yeah that's yeah and here's a here's a question for you did you pre-order destiny like originally when it was like first available pre-order did you pre-order it i i didn't didn't. actually i I got it on day one though i pre-ordered it like og like okay ordered it like before it got delayed, and then I completely forgot that I pre-ordered it. And so come about, I don't know, like X amount of time later, like I can't remember how long it got delayed, it comes out. I'm like, oh, yeah, we pre-ordered that. And so then that yeah. night I play it a, a little bit. Um, and I'm just like, man, this is very different from what I remember from those trailers, but okay. 
Yeah, the the Destiny marketing was kind of weird, but the game had went through hell when it was getting developed. So, I I mean, I, I my hats off to Bungie for for kind of making a competent product when it came out. But I'll I'll get into a little bit more of the Destiny one year one kind of yeah. stuff. So game comes out i play the shit out of it and i get i think i finished the game and i hated it i hated it so goddamn much and so i i i i uninstalled it and i put it away and i just didn't touch it so for a couple weeks my family went away to disneyland and i hate traveling with my family and that i don't i don't care to admit that (laughs) they were going to disneyland and i didn't want to go wow that that is I never thought I would hear the. I would never thought I would hear someone say we were going to Disneyland and I did not want to go. Whew. Oh yeah, because we went there one time and that's that's a whole other story. I digress. <laughs> so I stayed at my grandma's for a couple weeks when they were gone, and um, the I had brought my Xbox One to my grandma's to play my video games, yeah. and I would just do homework and that kind of stuff from home. So. Um, I, I brought my Xbox, but I forgot all my games. And I was I collected physical games back yeah. then. So sh- sure enough, lo and behold, the only game that was in the box that I had my Xbox was in was Destiny 1. Wow. So my, yeah. So my, my, my friend, he's like, okay, well, we'll just play that. We'll get you into it. Like it's, it's a lot better than when it came out because House of Wolves had come oh, out at that oh, point. Oh, so like the entire so, game had come out basically. Yeah, the, it was the entire game. I think this was May 2015. Oh, wow. So, so it was I, a couple I weeks was, before my... This was like Destiny... So that I was going... Oh, wait. House of Wolves came out. Okay, so I would have been left then for my sec, first or second year of college. Like, okay. My, like, yeah. I wasn't playing... Like, I played House of Wolves the winter after it came out, and then that was basically it. For That was the end of Destiny 1 for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So because okay. it's like so many other yeah, games so, coming out, and I'm just like, I need to like oh, yeah. the daily commitment. I need to stop until like D two comes out. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. Because um, yeah, Destiny Destiny Year One was just so, it's such a different game before Taken King came out. But anyhow, yeah. so that game comes out. I'm playing the shit out. Of, I'm playing the shit out of this game. And because I'm I'm learning I'm learning about how legendaries work. I'm learning about how exotics yeah. work and how to do certain exotic quests and playing through the House of Wolf storyline. Like I did my I did Vault of Glass and uh, what was that other one? Um, Crota's End. Yeah, that's strike. I only did I, uh, uh, I only did Crota's End uh, and I two person to that with my good boy Preston, uh, and he carried me. Until the ending yeah. part where we both needed to do some work, but that was the only that was the only ever raid that I did. Yeah, that's it. That was a fun it, raid. It was decent. But we it were was decent. doing we were doing raids. Prison of Elders was oh, out. Oh, yeah. I was leveling we did up. Two man Prison of Elders run as well. It was pretty fun. Oh yeah, Skolos. We man. never did Skol. I, we tried Skolos. Could not do it because you need three to do Skolos. You need you needed three, yeah. And I never had Galahorn, so we just kept wiping, mm-hmm. and it was it was just I don't want to get into that. Oh boy, here we but, go. Here's that Destiny podcast. You were foreshadowing. It's happening now. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was getting into it and all that kind of stuff, and like I was really vibing with it. I was like, okay, I love this. This is my kind of game. So time goes on, whatever. So I'm in grade 11 and oh man, I don't, 
this is such a hard thing to talk about for me just just because um i had a i had a falling out with a really good friend of mine and um because i'm an idiot uh i'm a dumbass uh, i dragged a lot of people into it and a lot of those people that i dragged into it hated me because of it and so um and to preface this me and this friend that i had a falling out with we're we're cool now we're good friends now we laugh it off as me just being which which is which is exactly what it was but i digress so oh god so this happens and um i only have like a you know a few good friends that just think like are like dude what are you why why'd you do that you know you're you're a fucking idiot so whatever I'd go to school, kind of keep to myself. I'd come home, do my homework, and just play Destiny. And this was when Taken King came out. So I'd hop on Xbox and just play. I would do my exotic quests and do the dailies, do all that stuff, and and sort of like escape into this game. And um, man, this is really, really tough to talk about. So really, Destiny was a very very big emotional crutch for me and in, in that for that year and um without it like good god i have no idea what i would be doing during that time i mean i wouldn't like you know commit suicide or anything but like good god i i would have been a wreck wow and um me and uh, like i would always go to a friend's house me and my buddy and me or sorry me and my two buddies we'd always land and like the three friends that I had, we'd always land and play together. And like, I just have so many goddamn fond memories of it. And, um, especially that, that time period. And of course, like when I, I would do the odd raid here and there and do like, I literally did everything in that game that year because I just wanted to escape. I just needed to get out of reality because it was so shitty for me at the time. And so obviously like, time went on and me and this friend patched things up and I got into a better state mentally and I you know I'm 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 good I'm I'm here now I'm I'm fine so I got I got a the reason why I'm so passionate about the game is because it's it was there for me and it was a it was a it was a uh it was like I don't know it was just that was my life for a long time a very good period of my time my life and uh and then, of course, as as the game ended, high school did, too. And so, in a way, Destiny 2 coming out in 2017, my first year of grad, or, or sorry, like a couple months after my graduation, I was like, okay, it, this, I, can, I can draw a little bit of symbolism with this because here I am going into a whole new sort of world. Yeah, literally <laughs> going into a whole new world and a whole having a whole new experience, not just with just with Destiny 2, but just with life, because, you know, I was just graduating. I was only 18 when Destiny 2 came out and it was just like I, I was like, I can't help but sort of find greater meaning behind this, you know, so. Yeah, I and I, oh, and here's a funny story. Here's an actually funny story. Oh, so when go. Destiny Two, the, the reveal, the reveal stream, God, I was such a dumbass. <laughs> when the Destiny Two reveal stream was happening, I was in my robotics class in high school. Oh, oh boy. And so yeah, so of course my good friend Cameron and I, we, I see this. I'm like, dude, dude, like 
look at this. It's the reveal stream. Let's give this a watch. And so it was the first mission, and they showed off a couple exotics and the new abilities yeah. for the different classes. It was sweet. And so me and my friend were sitting in robotics class on my phone watching this. And so, oh, excuse me. I had a little burp. Um, so he, we uh, were watching this, and um, my robotics teacher comes up, and he was a dork. I, I fucking did not like this guy comes up to us and he's like, Hey boys, uh, yeah, you got to get off your phone and do some work. Me and Cameron are sitting there. We're doing our own thing. We're watching this headphone in each ear and just watching this, having a great time. And so he's like, he, he, <laughs> he taps my shoulder and, um, and he's like, Jackson, get off your phone. I was like, Hey, Mr. I don't want to give his name just for just for his own safety. <laughs> hey, Mr. So-and-so, fuck off. And I put my headphone back in and I started watching it. <laughs> and he just walked away. <laughs> no, tr no trouble, nothing. Okay. I was a fucking little bastard to that guy. And uh, I we just watched the stream and... My but my buddy, he thought it was hilarious, and then we went to Tim Hortons right after on our spare, and we just we deciphered and knit and just looked at the frame trailer with frame. a fine tooth comb, it frame by frame kind of thing, and it was just like, oh god, like see Destiny, that that's the kind of stuff that I love about Destiny, is shit like that, just the passion that not just myself but so many people have for it. Mm -hmm. The game can be criticized to hell, but a lot of people. No matter what the state of the game is, there's there's always going to be passion, which is just my favorite part about that game. So that's that's my fond story of that's my final fond story of the segment here. If uh, I only if, have if, two, if you have any. Um, uh, the first game I ever played. Uh, back onto that topic real quick. Uh, it was on the GameCube. Because the GameCube uh, was my first, very first console I ever got. It was my first exposure to video games, in a sense. Aside from like the McDonald's having GameCubes or Xboxes in the, or the banks having like a little game area in the back. Uh, it was a uh, Disney's Magical Mirror starring Mickey Mouse, a point-and-click adventure on the GameCube. Okay. Uh, and then uh, when I sold my GameCube originally, like, I, I, I don't even remember. Like, I think I only kept, like, a few of the first-party games, so, like, only the Nintendo stuff. And so it wasn't until, I want to say, this past year or last fall, somewhere there, uh, I was at Level Up, and I found the I found the game there. And I'm like, okay, I have to pick this up because this was the first video game I ever played. And uh, so I have that again in my collection. And uh, another fun memory I have just in video games overall is my when I started platinuming games in general. I can't remember. I, I want to say the first... What was... Oh, the first game I ever platinumed was, I think, Minecraft. Okay. Back, back when Minecraft on the console only had, like, one... It's bog standard uh, trophy list. Uh, I was... I, I played a lot of Minecraft growing up and then platinumed it. I think I even like. No, I never finished. I like got a hundred percent of the achievements on the three sixty version, but I apply. I got so many f hours in that game, logged. It's nutty. Right on. And with I love Minecraft. <laughs> it's a good game. 
And with that, we're moving on to the sixth segment. This is Grab Bag. It is a a bunch of smaller segments right before we wrap up the podcast. And we start off uh, Grab Bag with Draw of the Deck. This is where I quickly talk about some TCG updates uh, for the big three. That is Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic the Gathering. Uh, this week, don't have any new news on Magic the Gathering. Keep an eye out uh, on the new Ikora set coming out very soon. Comes out in May. Uh, as for Pokemon, Rebel Clash releases this upcoming Friday on May 1st. Uh, the, that releases all the brand new Pokemon Sword and Shield cards. Uh, it's a new Sword and Shield set. Comes with new Gigantamax, Dynamax, uh, cards, which are not called Gigantamax and Dynamax. I think it's like VMAX or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't play the Pokemon TCG per- competitively. I used to collect the cards, uh, and then I sold them all for, I think, 50, 60 bucks. Uh, no, wait, yeah, no. There I was, no, it was, a, that, that's, that was like all my comments and whatnot. I got like for like the rares yeah. and stuff, I think I got like an additional like 50, 60. So it was decent. If you ever, I, I, I can't, where did I sell? Uh, I sold them at just off of McKnight's shoebox. That's what the place is called. Little, okay. little card shop. I've never it's heard a, of it. It's, it's right in behind, you know where that old, ho- uh, old hotel is in, on McKnight? Can't say yeah. I do. Uh, there's, I have no There's idea. an old hotel on McKnight and it's like literally like right beside the lot. They shot like. I want to say like that hotel is where they sh- they shot some uh, episodes of Fargo because they film Fargo okay. in the city yeah. in a few places, and I believe they shot some scenes there. So yeah, uh, fun fact about our city, uh, listeners, um, and if in you in the Yu-Gi-Oh scene, the Rush Dual Starter decks are released for the OCG, um, and there is a high speculation that uh, all the all of the Rush Jewel cards will remain OCG exclusive, so no international release, which would be a shame because it is, they are very cool cards, but you can't use them in master master duels at all because of of them being extremely different both art style wise and duel style wise. So. Uh, I don't know if they'll be implemented on uh, YGO Pro or uh, YGO Nexus at all. Um, that's wait and see on that. It'd be cool if Nexus introduces some Rush Duels because then I can try to get uh, uh, you guys into Yu-Gi-Oh a bit because Rush Duels are supremely simplified. Yeah, yeah like extremely <laughs> simplified. Uh, and with that, that's Draw of the Deck this week. And now we move on to Retro Corner, where we briefly talk about a very old, uh, or an older retro game. Uh, and this week is Splinter Cell. Oh, yeah. Splinter Cell, Did you Cell, ever play huh? any Splinter Cell games? I played uh, Blacklist. Same. Or no, no. Convection. Oh, okay. Convection, I mean. I played Sorry. Blacklist on the Wii U. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. I played Convection on the 360 and... Man, that was a fun game. I like Convection. I like I like Blacklist. Playing it on the Wii U definitely wasn't the most optimal way to play. Um, the touchpad, <laughs> like being like the touchpad was implemented like uniquely enough. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But boy, was Wii U not the Wii U and oh, shooters God. were not a good combination, man. We don't speak of that. <laughs> uh, I, I actually own uh, the. Uh, I don't think it's the OG Splinter Cell, but I own one of the Splinter Cell games on the GameCube. 
Actually, really? Hmm. Uh, I can take a look at that because I could go to my desktop and then I could go to my GameCube game list and I could just scroll over to T. Oh my God, where is it? <laughs> Tom Clancy, I have. Oh no, it is. I do it. It is the original Splinter Cell. I, I have hmm. the original Splinter right Cell on. on the GameCube. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. Um, and that's the Retro Corner. Uh, talked about it, had our fun memory with it. That's all Retro cur- Corner is to say is like, hey, remember this? Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, <laughs> we move remember. on to the game and achievement slash trophy of the week. The game of the week is, of course, moving out to the big release coming out on all the consoles and the PC. And the trophy of the week, or sorry, achievement of the week is in moving out is called quantity over quality and that is to deliver 1337 items which of course translates to leet so ah, del- deliver the leet amount of items and you'll get a trophy in moving out so uh right on uh, thank you jackson for joining me this week on tony's game lounge anytime man i got I got nothing going on. And uh, where can the internet find you? The internet can find me at uh, on Instagram at uh, Jackson FM, J-A-C-K-S-O-N underscore FM underscore. I just post some stupid stuff as well as uh, Jackson collects stuff on Instagram as well, um, where I just post pictures of my collectibles. I collect a lot of action figures, a lot of Star Wars stuff, a lot of weeb shit. So... Um, you could find me there. Um, where else? Uh, I do. I stream on Twitch. I've been. I'm going to be getting into that a little bit more uh, as you know the quarantine progresses. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Cineral HD, twitch.tv slash Cineral HD. I stream about every day at around one o'clock ish. So you can catch me there and um, on SoundCloud at Jackson Paul, where you can listen to my podcast, Talking Smack with Jack. Where I talk smack. And his name is Jack. <laughs> and my name is Jack. <laughs> but uh, yeah, awesome. that's all I got. Awesome. Thanks again. As always, Jackson, you can find me on Twitter at Radio Tony and on Instagram at Tony at uh, Radio Guy Tony. Oh my goodness. I can never remember my ads. And I, it's a bad habit. Radio Guy Tony on Instagram, Radio Tony on Twitter. Give me a follow, give me a like, do whatever you want. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Tony's Game Lounge. And have a good day, everybody. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 